Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. I am your host, JJ Lang. With me, as always, are my two wonderful co-hosts. You know him, you love him, Nate, the little goon foss. I'm here. And the RAT's own resident stat man, Dan, the stat man, Scully. I didn't get hit with a basketball this weekend like last weekend. <laughs> oh, gee, that's hilarious. Basket weave more. We have other sports here. Basket weaving is a thing. Basket weaving. And JJ Basically. is frozen, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it. Oh, Who that's terrifying. That is horrifying. Oh, my God. That means God. it stays. Apologies for my webcam. I don't know what's up with that, but it's fine. We'll we'll make it work. Oh. Um, this episode's not going to be that long because there wasn't a whole Famous lot to talk about. Yeah, um, no, this will still be an hour long podcast. <laughs> this will go like two and a half hours. Sorry, Zoe. Um, <laughs> so real quick before we get to the games that were played this weekend, we're going to talk about games around the league for CHA. Um, unfortunately, the ladies did not play this past weekend because they played that Ooh. really dumb Tuesday, Wednesday series against oh. Syracuse. So we're going to talk about the around the league for CHA. Um, and then basically go and start talking about uh, upcoming against Mercyhurst this weekend. So I will pitch it to Dan for all that. So for the CHA, the week started on Friday. Penn State hosted Lindenwood. Uh, took care of business there. 5-1 win for the Nittany Lions, as most people expected. Uh, <laughs> they finished the sweep Saturday with a 6-3 win. Uh, Penn State also moved up from 12th to 10th in the poll this week. Big dubs. Yeah, it is for them. For the Nittany Kittens, let's call. Needed it. <laughs> Syracuse had to, because of the weird schedule changes, they went out to Mercyhurst Saturday and Sunday. I, I read it right this time, unlike last week. <laughs> um, Mercyhurst put a beating on them on Saturday, 6-1. Yeah, they did. Um, wow. And then on Sunday, Syracuse salvaged a point with a 1-1 tie. Ariel Desmet with 50 saves on 51 shots. She was insane during that game. My I'm God. Not shocked. I hate ties. Ties are stupid. They are stupid. Yeah, but you also think shootouts are stupid. So Shootouts are also stupid. Just but play least, three on three. But at least there's, there's a, a winner win. after our shootout, though. No, there's not. <laughs> well, According to Dan Dan Scully, it's a tie. Good point. I, that's what the NCAA says, and I don't work for them, so you You can't, know what? Who actually likes the NCAA? A, it's only a tie if we lose. Facts. I'll give you that one. I feel like there, there's some parallel from math classes I've taken in the back of my head right now, but I'm not going to try and remember what I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, so Penn State will head to Syracuse uh, Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3. Uh, and the only other game in the league, games in the league that week, this week, I still can't speak. Um. Are Mercyhurst traveling to GPC to play the Tigers? Uh, six o'clock Friday than, and two o'clock on Saturday. More than one game in a day in the CHA? Right? What? What a shock. And only so Friday and Saturday games for a change. Yeah, right. Yeah. So kind of nice. Let's talk real quick about Mercyhurst. 
Um, we've obviously seen them before. We were at one of those games. Um, they laid ugly. an absolute smackdown on us when we were there. They did beat it us. What was it? Seven to one. Ugly. Yeah, it was bad. Um, very, very bad. Um, I mean, but, you can take some things from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't give up five goals in the third in the first period. Yeah, that that would be relatively helpful. Don't take a penalty. Twenty seconds in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, don't let Sarah Boucher have the puck. That that would be relatively <laughs> that, helpful. Also, um, considering out of their twelve goals, she scored six of them that weekend. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't she have two hat tricks? Yep. Yeah. Or was it like oh god? Yeah. Or I didn't know mm-hmm. if it was like four and two or something like that. She is unreal. She uh, is. She's probably gonna win CHA goal. Player of the Year this year. She well, I don't know. Thea Johnson has twelve goals, seventeen points for them. Might be she a toss up. Then who knows? Maybe I just think somebody from Mercy Girls probably, probably win Penn State that has a good shot for it too. Oh, that too. Kyra Kyra Zanin, twenty one goals, twenty one assists. Oh my Kyra. god, Kyra Zanin. Kira, I can't. Good read. lord, um, she's Kira Zanin. from Rochester. That's even worse. Oh shh. I knew that. That's even worse. <laughs> um, she's really good. Yes, she, yes <laughs> that's an understatement. Why is she at Penn State? <laughs> yeah, why don't you play for the home team? Um, anyways. Yeah, exactly. So we'll start the we, campaign when they come yeah. here in a couple weeks. These the come home campaign. These two uh these two games coming up are gonna be really tough. Um, I really do honestly think they're gonna be quite difficult. Find a way to get a point. You gotta you have to. Gotta find a way. Something. Put yourself in a position where you don't have to go down to Lindenwood and sweep in two weeks. Find a point. Yep. If you you have to if you have to block a hundred shots, I don't care. Find Mm -hmm. a way. Do it. A win would be fantastic. And don't take don't take penalties. No. I know that's hard for RIT. That's what killed them last time. Hold up. To comprehend, I know it's a hard thing to comprehend with both their mental the Don't take penalties, please. Um, the first responders jerseys on Saturday are sick. Those I didn't know that was happening amazing. until today. Um, those are sweet. Yeah, so, I kind of want one of those. You can go bid on them on the athletics website right now. Oh, oh. Well, what am I doing here? Hang on. Yeah. How much of that? What's that up to right I'm now? Going. I'm we're gonna going. Full, we're going. We're going to full stop the podcast just so we can <laughs> figure out what this is and make Zoe hey. really mad. Um, no, we're not stopping. I'm doing this live. Keep talking. <laughs> Dan, talk about. Uh, <laughs> talk about something, um, Dan. Vamp. It's a buy now price of 300. Um, the first the first bid is 75. Saracos is gone. So if you shocking, sorry, Saracos is gone. Do we have a twenty-two? We don't have a twenty-two. Nope. Bruh. So order a blank twenty-two and give it to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there you go. Um. So yeah, if you know any first responders, bring them out. That would be great. Mm, I do believe with proper ID that first responders get in free. This weekend. Yes, I, I think that is Saturday, so Saturday is at yeah. least. I shouldn't say both games. I don't know. Yes, probably just Saturday when they're doing that promotion. Um, um yes. Auction ends a week from tonight, which is Monday. Mm. The sixth. So yeah, tickets are free for all first responders. 
Um, come on out. These jerseys are sweet if you haven't seen them. Yeah, um, go to the awesome. RAT Athletics page. Go to the story about it. They're, these are nice jerseys. Yeah, they're yeah, pretty they cool looking. I don't need don't to spend a... any more no. money. Too bad, Dan. Do it. Especially because I have a PHF All-Star jersey to bid on. Let me guess. Well, yeah. there's only one alum that's played in yeah. the game, Nate. I hated those jerseys. They were. Anyways, let's get back on track here, good. gentlemen. I didn't, um, I didn't like the Team fan World fan. ones, to be honest, but I still no, I want didn't. Bakers. I, well, I, I hate white pants. So I will say this. Oh if R.A.T. Aki ever does an alternate jersey with white pants, I'm walking out of the building. No, you won't. I will You're skip so an R.A.T. Yes. No, absolutely You're gone. So I, white pants are the most horrible thing ever. And yes, I'm going to watch the Sabres on Wednesday to wear and watch them wear white pants. But <laughs> yeah, that's I what you're for. Should on. one of us? Should one of us get Hannah's? I mean, we did interview her. Maybe one of us will end up with someone's. We already know that. I yeah, I I might get one. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways. We'll see what the bidding's looking like on Monday. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> let's. Okay, let's, where let's, were we? <laughs> yes, anyways, now that massive side tangent's over. Um, find, a, find a way to get a point this weekend. Yep, that's um, all you got to do. It's not the end of, end of the world if you don't, but you can put yourself in a better position for next weekend. It just helps better um, if you do. Because I'm pretty sure Lindenwood being idle this weekend um, be huge. doesn't really help us, but they only have four games left, and two of them are against us, and then the other two are up at Mercyhurst. So... The fact that they have to travel for those other two games. If you can find a way to maybe even steal two points this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- th- this is the most important weekend of the year. Every game is the most every game is the most important game of the year from here on out for the Yep. Right. Exactly. You yeah. need and, to and find a way. You've got to capitalize on these two games in hand that we've got right now. I, I know I know you say <laughs> that Lindenwood being idle doesn't help us, but it helps us because they the can't get points. They can't they get can't, points to they hop can't us at gain all. ground. Yeah, we need so. those. So let's do our predictions real quick, and then we'll just take a quick look at the standings because they did shift a little bit for CHA. Um, start with Dan, go to Nate, and with me. I think the Tigers can steal two points. I don't know if it's going to be in the form of a win or a pair of ties, but... I there's potential there, especially after beating Syracuse and um and tying Penn State earlier this year. You've you're unbeaten in three of your last four. You have the confidence. You know you can grind out a win in a hockey game where maybe the other team is a lot better than you. You know how to grind out a win. If you come out firing like they did against Syracuse on last Tuesday. You can put Mercyhurst into a state of shock and then capitalize on those opportunities and just keep shooting the puck. Yeah. Pucks need to be going at the net from everywhere for the next six games because you need to find a way to gain points. Mm-hmm. So I agree with Dan. I think two points are on the line. I think they can come out of here with two points. I'm also agree with that. I, I think two points for sure. Well, I think we'll at least get a point. And at so, least one. I think we're going to get I at least one. I think you one, can get two. But two is definitely something they could pull off. I think they could definitely pull a win off. I yeah. mean, I I they think especially after that, a lot better. 
Um, oh, they definitely have been. They, they've been taking a lot of shots too, which has been good to see. Um, and it's been coming from everybody. Like, yes. You look at the team. It's like not Amy just Dobson, two people. Amy Dobson leads the team in points. She's got 12, but how many players that aren't goalies don't have any points? One, two, three. three that, that's good to see. Yeah. So like that's good. That. Um, I mean, how many games has Cameron and Haley Glazer played in? Like, not many. So, I mean, so they've been out of the lineup. So it's you know you expect them to not have any points. So I'd love to see Annie get one here. She's been in, been in nineteen games. She's got nothing to show for it besides six penalty minutes. So <laughs> come on, Annie, it's time to shine. Especially this weekend, be great to see something happen that weekend. Also, I'd love to. I'd love to see somebody step, somebody new step up. Yeah, like somebody come out and kind of take yeah. the reins and see what we can do here. So. And so that being said, we, we do have there are two women's games this weekend. The one on Friday is at six p.m. at GPC. The one on Saturday is two p.m. at GPC. Wear black Saturday. Wear black Saturday. That is a corner crew blackout. Blackout Saturday great. for both games. For both games, we'll get to the men's game later though. Um, Could I do then... black shirt, black tie, or black shirt, yes. orange tie? Oh, orange tie. Black shirt, orange tie looks really good. Yeah, that's a good point. It will look pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. So look, looking at the CHA standings right now. You'd also um, look like a straight-up funeral director. Oh, I he see. could be the funeral director for Jacob Barczewski. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord. Anyways, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't usually do this mid-call, but I'm changing my Zoom name. The funeral director. <laughs> Barshevsky's funeral director. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah. Funeral director. There we go. So looking at the CHA standings, Penn State remains in first place. They have a nine-point lead in the next closest person. They have 21 points. Syracuse sits now sits second with 12. Mercyhurst, three with 10. Lindenwood still, still at fourth with six. And RIT still at five with three. So taking a point from Mercyhurst, at least one this weekend, puts you within two of uh, Lindenwood, basically means a win and a tie, and you've kind of Penn tied. State has locked up the number one seed. Yes, Syracuse Penn State cannot has, catch them. Yeah, Penn State is sitting pretty. So Penn State at this point, kind of like we mentioned last week, they're pretty much going to – don't expect them to take their foot off the gas because they are still fighting for an at-large bid just in case by some weird happening they don't win CHA. Which is a possibility. I mean, It's I possible. Think- and, Mercyhurst and could Mercy definitely Hurst beat could them. catch them too because Mercyhurst has two games in hand on them. Oh, I, yeah, you're right. I was looking Sarah, at the, Syracuse can't hop them, but Mercyhurst still can. That's true. I didn't think about Mercyhurst. Well, they're not going to because we're going to take two points from Mercyhurst this weekend. Facts. Um, well, because let me look at where they're sitting in their pairwise. Because while well, Nate's pulling this up, also, um, I they're, don't know they're where... in 10th in the pairwise, so yeah. they've gained a spot. Which yep. is good, but mm-hmm. if you lose and if you lose to any team in CHA, let's be honest, they're gonna fall out of it. So they need to yeah, keep their foot on the gas. They'll dip. Um, it might oh. tank their pairwise ranking and hurt also, their chances. So, all right, now jumping gears over to the men's side. The men did have two games done in Worcester, um, Worcester at, at Holy Cross for a two-game series down there. They did take four out of six available points, which was nice to see. So we will pass over to Nate now, and he's going to get us going with that. Uh, Yeah, so Friday down at the Heart Center, the freezing cold Heart Center, according to Ed. Yeah. 
Um, and Jeremy and Tom also. Everybody that was there. Yeah. Um, RAT came out with a very lucky 4-3 win. Uh, that was definitely not the best game we've played. Um, and that game came on the stick of Carter Elliott to score big frigging goals, Wilkie. So. Yes, Carter Wilkie pretty much um, single-handedly won that game. Put the team on his back in the third period. Um, I mean, 15 shots for this team. That's not good enough. No. And you're lucky that you won that hockey game. Um, Tommy Scarfoni probably stole you the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, great, good teams find a way to win when they even when they don't play their best. So, And you know what? It's a win. Win's a win. Take it and run. Yep. Oh, what was the quote I heard? Um it's not how you win. It's good teams win the games that they should. Great teams win the games that they should. Yep. So I don't know who said that. I heard it somewhere, but I, I like Wayne that. And I think that Michael Scott. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that is that one of the funniest much, uh, bits ever. That was good. Uh, that pretty <laughs> much tells you all you need to know about the game Friday. Um, penalty parade. Shocker. There weren't Holy even Christ, that many five. compared to what we normally no. see. No, the game. But there was still five of them. That's still not good. And only thank two God against Holy Cross. Yeah, yeah, thank God we didn't have to play Narco every time. Um, <laughs> Scarfoni, 31, 31 saves. I mean, it was Tommy. Right, move on. Um, Calvin Boots also getting a goal. Friday. That was great. That was nice to see him on the score sheet. Oh, it's so like. He, like, I think we talked about it last week too, but this week he just has fit into that forward role from being a defenseman the last couple yeah. of years. I'm also going to say like so nicely. He's an everyday player in the lineup now, which he hasn't been for his first three years. So, and, and I was going to even really say, like, good to see. I was going to say when he got here, like he was scratched every game. People would always go like, cause everybody always knew that he had transferred from AIC and he gets I, here yeah. his first year, doesn't play he, at all. And he everybody didn't really was play at AIC either. No, everybody so. was sitting. Everyone sitting there going like, "Is, is he going to ever play?" Because like, did you yeah. just transfer to sit the bench? And then this year, like, it was like, no, he just he didn't fit with his position. You switched spots, and now he's just excelling. And you got to be nothing but happy for him because he's playing really well right now, and he's helping us win games. Well, I just think too the last couple of years our defense core has been so good and so he, deep. You weren't going to crack into it that. Was, it's hard for him. To, it was hard for him to crack the lineup, kind of like a. Uh, a JoJo situation at UMass. So it, it, mm-hmm. it's not that he was a bad player. It's just they had players and better depth players, and it was hard to crack the lineup. Um, Evan Miller with two points in this game, too, two assists. Yeah. So the fourth line big. very much contributing in this one. Um, Dimitri Mikrogianakis had a heck of a weekend, too. Mm-hmm. Two assists. And then and on Saturday, he had two more points. So, um, Got away with one Friday. Um, that game's not going to win you games in March. Um, team knows that. We know that. They yep. played a lot better on Saturday. Um, and don't get Despite me wrong. That, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not discrediting Holy Cross at all. That they is played a really good hockey this that weekend. That is a very good hockey team They are at Holy Cross. And that is a team, I said it before, I'll say it again, I do not want to play them. Neither do I. Not Especially this year. After, Never, after, not again this Saturday. year. Nope. I, I'm good. Somebody else can play them. Um, right now, they would be playing AIC in the quarterfinals. 
So, I mean, that's an upset watch right there. I, I think Holy Cross is a team that if if they can stay healthy through February and they can, and they keep getting the consistent goaltending they've been getting, they can make a run. Yeah, I really and that terrifies me. Um, Saturday, a uh, better game. Um, I wouldn't say it was perfect, but obviously not because we lost 4-3 in overtime. But, man, we only had 18 shots, and it doesn't feel like it. It was a no. very – I felt that we had maybe more than that. Um, it, it was definitely a back-and-forth game. Um, we had the watch party. At the, that was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. Thanks to Dan Talbot for setting that up. That was yes, a, it was a good that. time. Um, they should have never left the microphone in there, though. Um, so for those who don't know jj was late oh my god i Um, had a little birthday party to go to he missed the first goal and then refused to leave after holy cross scored (laughs) when he got there um so that was that is the only time i've ever felt afraid for my life in a college hockey game because everybody (laughs) was just adamantly against the fact i stayed you walked in the door and got booed. <laughs> so so for the record, Nate calls me and says over the phone, if they score before you get here, you're you have to go home. And as literally immediately as after we hang up. As I'm walking into the <laughs> building, I get the CH notification that says Micro Janakis scored. I'm like, Are you kidding me right now? Seriously. That was so funny. <laughs> I think I looked at that. Was and I was like, Oh, thank God they actually scored before he got that was, here. That was hilarious. Uh, I made JJ not speak for the rest of the first period. And I kept my um, mouth shut for the whole first period, too. That's a lie. No, you didn't. Um, RAT, uh, not too bad of a penalty parade, this one. Um, Holy Cross did score a power play goal. Um, but anyway, to just, our guys. Just so we're clear, five penalties on RIT is a penalty parade, but four is not. No. Yep. No. <laughs> No, no, like seriously, they it four is probably a average for a hockey game. Yeah, penalties happen. I mean, especially with this team, you know, we're a very aggressive hockey team. Um, but once you get into five, six, seven, twelve against Union, yeah, um, yeah, that's not great. That game feels like it wasn't that long ago, and it was almost. Four months ago. Yeah, it's wild that is how far we've gone. It's insanity. It's February hockey. It's the stretch run here. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy that we're already there. Um, Caleb Moritz got one. Um, that was good to see him get one. I know he's been, he's had some chances, just couldn't bury it. So Nicholson almost um, had one too. Oh, so oh, oh my god, dude! I remember which one you're talking about. Just, you wait, we were, we were all convinced that it should have been challenged. We should have. It should have been. There. I it think it should have been. It, no, it did not go in, JJ. But it hit the bottom of the post, and it looked from the angle the camera was. It looked like it went in, but when you saw the replay from the lower angle, because you could see it around the pole. Um, it, did, it didn't go in. Um, <laughs> Carter Wilkie again. Um, heck of a weekend for him. Earned him Atlantic Hockey Player of the Week honors this week. Shocker. Yeah, shocker. Tell me something I don't know. Move on. Um, and then, like I said earlier, Dimitri Microgenakis. Heck of a weekend. Um, they took an assist away from him. Well, that's stupid. 
He had an assist on the Wilkie goal. What the and that? that? And that wasn't a, the only other stupid thing that happened because I'm going to let Dan go in his rant because I know he's been no, holding it in fine. for a bit. And then Holy Cross scored in overtime. Let, let, listen, if you get to rant every other episode here, Dan, Dan can rant about the camera issues we had on Saturday. Oh. He was going nuts. One more quick note. RIT won 42 faceoffs and only that's, lost 15. Wild. Yeah, you got to win that hockey game. And Dan? the only player that uh, was below 50% on faceoffs was uh, Philippe Jacques with one win on three. Um, yeah, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're sitting in the way. Holy Cross theater. had nine guys take faceoffs. Sorry. Nine guys rant? take faceoffs. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. Sorry. I'm going to have a second rant about being interrupted if this continues. <laughs> As though it's a thing. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? I'm not. No, so a bunch of us are trying to enjoy a hockey game sitting in Wegmans Theater on campus. And every time the camera pans to the right, we can't see the corner. There's the I I don't know if it was really a post. It might have just been the wall at the end of the press <laughs> box, but we could not see the corner. You literally couldn't. And it must have been so cold in the place that the cameraman was shivering while he was moving it back and forth. <laughs> because I think anyone who's susceptible to motion sickness probably needed a bucket next to them while they were watching that game. <laughs> It was bad. It was bad. Like at at least put in some effort here. Like and how about also we're sitting there watching parts of the game and the, the camera is on a guy who's not even involved in the play. They're showing and the we're, bench. We're like we're like or the ice. The Just puck. the ice. We have the puck in their zone and they're showing the Holy Cross bench. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> There's a hockey oh game going God. on. Um, so and, now and, I sound like we might, we might um, cut, we might <laughs> yeah, cut to the like camera us. that's in the corner where we can't see after the, the puck's stanchion. already left the corner. Yeah, and, and, then and the half of the shot, the half of the shot is the stanchion and the guy standing next to the camera. Yep. <laughs> Dude, it was embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed if I was um, Holy Cross. Also, like, a quick. Also, a quick side tangent. On Saturday, we did notice that people that we, there was a large assortment of alumni that were at that game for RIT. RIT you, fans everywhere, baby. You were very, 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 very much heard on that live on that live stream. We could hear you guys clear. We, as we day. were doing chants with you. <laughs> yeah. like, and let's not also forget awesome. the Holy Cross broadcasters also said, "Man, you can hear the Tiger fans right now. Like you could hear. We could hear you guys." So. Props to all you guys for being loud and proud there. That was incredible. Tiger Nation is everywhere, baby. Gotta we love in, it. We infiltrate all your arenas. No Gotta one's love safe. it. No one's safe. <laughs> so let's let's look around the way. Maybe like Alaska, but that's about it. Yeah, pretty much. You know what? I would not be surprised if we saw five or six RAT jerseys at a game. I have one. One. So I you one. can. You can watch the Frozen Four every year and even regional games, and you will most likely see an RIT jersey. Yeah. Every and year. It's awesome. It's so great. 
Um, I actually I, I watch the Frozen for mainly because I'm a Kyle Trapp fan, but I also love watching. I, I watch the crowd mostly trying to find the RIT jersey. There's always one. There's always one. I remember, I remember in Philly there was one literally first row behind the net, <laughs> <laughs> and it was not a Flyers jersey. It was a hundred percent an RIT jersey. So that Sorry, was awesome. Tom. Oof. So let's real quick uh, go flip this to Dan. We'll look at the scores around Atlantic hockey, and then we'll look ahead to this weekend before we talk about the standings. Well, other than Holy Cross, on Friday, the home teams came out on top. Um, Canisius hosted Niagara, winning 5-2. to two. Anybody but Niagara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quinnipiac uh, in the, the first round of the Connecticut Ice Tournament hosted Sacred Heart. Shut them out 5 nothing, Which they um, definitely called. <laughs> I told you they were going to get smoked. <laughs> it's it's not like it, it was a hot take or anything, guys. No. <laughs> Quinnipiac is so good. They're insane. Um, they're, they're winning ECAC this year. Probably. Yeah, or Harvard. Harvard could have something. Ugh, but no. Let's not let any Ivies win. No, um, <laughs> flashback to Aaron Huss yelling at the uh, Princeton player. Go back to the bench, you Ivy League scum. <laughs> uh, Army beat Air Force three to one at West Point, uh, and Mercyhurst hosted Bentley and beat them four to three. Then Saturday, uh, Air Force earned the split, winning six four. Not exactly. Keeping their very slim playoff hopes alive. Yeah, slim is <laughs> that. That was a big win for them because yeah. they'd be ten points back of Canisius right now if uh-huh. they didn't win that game. Well, so that 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 game wasn't exactly a goaltender battle, huh? Six four. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Sacred Heart won the consolation game of the Connecticut Ice Tournament 4-3 to over Yale. Bentley earned a split with Mercyhurst, winning 5-3. to That was huge for them. That's huge for them. Um, of course, Holy Cross took the game against RIT in overtime, and Niagara earned a split with Canisius, 5-2. to so quick shout out to the uh, Canisius pet band on Friday playing Eye of the Tiger. They just want to be us. <laughs> also shout out that's not relevant because we already talked about RIT versus Syracuse, but they played Eye of the Tiger like shortly <laughs> before puck drop when we were there on Wednesday because that makes it's so like these sense. these other schools are like, man, like do they not are think hype, but like <laughs> like it, it's like maybe songs are right but like we're the tigers why are you playing hello, our, like, song playing our song like, <laughs> I, it's like minnesota the quick tangent to the nhl the minnesota wilds goal song is the shout song and they were playing buffalo this weekend <laughs> <laughs> and you could audibly hear like obviously you can hear the minnesota fans but i'm sure everybody in the building was doing hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> every single fan in the building oh man it's like um, they don't think, man. They they just don't. No, they, just, they don't. It sounds great, so they just use it. Um, looking ahead, though, Dan, to next this upcoming weekend. So, uh, we actually have a. I don't know if I want to call Thursday a midweek game, but uh, AIC with their typical scheduling because they don't. 
play in a building that they own or have priority access to. Um, Disgusting. AIC will host Sacred Heart Thursday at 7.05. That's, um, this series is going to be big. Because yes, yeah. if you get a split between AIC and Sacred Heart in their four games that they both win two because they play each other four times. They still have to play each other four times. Mm-hmm. It's going to be big for us, especially if we pick up six points every weekend from here on out. I mean, we're, we could actually literally run away with this. We and could. This could determine if Sacred Heart even has a chance at the one seed. Yeah. Especially, especially because, at least according to playoff status, we have the the weakest schedule left in the conference yeah. out of anybody, mm-hmm. and, and that, I, and I that makes with sense. That. I, I, would I would too. Agree we too. we still play the three bottom teams in the league, right? Yep. And, and five of those six games are out. Schedule. Mm-hmm. So Air Force, oh, there's there's no way they're making the playoffs. So they're yeah. They haven't and stalled it, out in mid area, but, but anyways, continue with the rest of the weekend, then we'll start talking about everything else. So Friday, uh, Niagara starts a series at home against Army. Uh, that game's at five o'clock. Why? <laughs> Why? So you guys oh, can fr- go to Niagara and cheer for <laughs> Army before you go to Canisius. Oh, I have to work. I, have to work I would so do that. Me. I'm not gonna lie. I would so do that. I should. Just I'll go, I'll go dressed in USA. I still want to go sit with the C block when they go. That'd be hilarious. Just go with them. Watch Niagara security staff just go like, oh my Next god, year. they've joined forces. Like if if Canisius goes like, to Niagara next year and we just happen to be off that weekend, we'd be I like could, Voltron. We could, we could definitely <laughs> arrange that. Oh yeah, uh, like that'd, be, that'd be so much fun. Be hilarious. Anyways, continue, Dan. Sorry. RIT starts a home and home series with Canisius in Buffalo at seven o'clock. Holy Cross goes to Bentley at seven o five, and Air Force hosts Mercyhurst at seven o five Mountain. Uh, Holy Cross and Bentley finish their series at four o five on Saturday. Mercyhurst and Air Force uh, finish theirs at. 505 Mountain. Uh, Sacred Heart hosts the return trip from the home and home with AIC at 7. RIT comes back to GPC to play Canisius at 705, and Army finishes their series at Niagara at 530. Why these games are not in any sort of chronological (laughs) order on the schedule, I don't know, but (laughs) We're just going to ignore that. Except we're so, not, because I just talked about it. Yep. And then so, I guess, depending on when we record, there's a couple midweek games, but... We'll deal with that later. Um, <laughs> I don't want to waste time on that right now. Um, so, obviously, we have a massive rivalry series this weekend. We have home and home against... Well, sorry. More like a rental home and home away. So... <laughs> Thank you, Ed, for giving us that. Uh, no, I know he Canisius. wants it brought back, and we're going to bring it back for him. Canisius has a little bit more long-term lease. Canisius has a little bit more meaning in the goon household as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the goon household. So, obviously, we play at the Harbor Center at 7. Go time, baby. It's Let's go. 7, 7.05, whatever it is. I hate when it's 7.05. It doesn't make any damn sense. 
Um, commercials, just, baby. You gotta wait just, for the commercials. Just round it down. <laughs> the commercials. So that game is then. There is a ride share up right now in the Mobile Corner Crew thread in Discord for the Canisius Friday series. Um, obviously, there's two games. There's one at home, the women, and there's one at uh, Harbor Center for the men. Um, if you can make it to the Harbor Center, great. Um, but there's two options you can pick from either. You can either come up, come with half of us to go see the men, or there's another half of the corner crew that's staying behind at the women's game too. So you can go to either. Um, but specifically, the game at the Harbor Center is going to be massive. Um, crazy implications all across the board. As Nate just mentioned, um, a six-point sweep and a split between AIC and Sacred Heart could potentially make the gap too wide for Sacred Heart to catch us. That would put us at 50. Sacred Heart would be at 39. That's an 11-point gap. Barring some sort of wild collapse that probably is not going to happen. Yeah, that would be really hard for them. Yeah. Um, This series... Whereas right now, they're only eight points back. So, like, that's still very much a possibility. This series is also pretty major for Canisius, too. Yes, they still have two games in hand on Bentley, but if Bentley somehow pulls out a sweep this weekend and jumps them... They're now sitting in ninth and Air Force is in 10th riding behind them. So it, this is more, I, I think this is bigger for us than it is for them because I they do still have two games in hand on um, Bentley. So they are, they do have some wiggle room there, I guess. A little you got to remember those two games are at Air Force in the middle of the week. Yeah, that's going to be tough. So, so they kind of need something here. I would expect Knishas to come out absolutely guns a blazing this weekend. Yep. Like they need I, to. Yeah. I, I, I think I disagree with you. I think this weekend means more to them than it does to us because they're playing for their lives right now. Because like you said, it is true. If, if they get swept and Bentley somehow sweeps, I'm pretty sure Bentley has the tiebreaker. So maybe I'm looking, I'm looking. Uh, no, Kanisha has the tiebreaker. So Bentley's only a couple points behind them. So even if Bentley just wins a game and ties... That's still bad for Kanisha. The jump. And then Kanisha well, is on the outside looking in. So I, I think Kanisha needs this these games more than we do. I mean, obviously, I mean, we need them because yes. I'd like to have the one seed locked up before Bentley comes to town. Yeah. But I, how realistic is that? I don't know. Um, but by the way, RAT has clinched a playoff spot for those. Yes, it's, yes. There yes. will be playoff hockey at for RIT this year and I think a win on Friday clinches a home series in the quarters. Not I believe quite. so. Is it? Or, Not quite. Well, it's it, close. Pretty, it depends pretty darn on what close. happens Friday. Yeah, Friday. Pretty darn close. So three points against Canisius on Friday will lock up mathematically lock up the five seed. Yep. So Okay. So So let's do predictions real quick and then we'll 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 I will take a look at the standings and kind of go in depth with that real fast. Um, we'll go to Dan. Start. We'll start with Dan. Go to Nate. End with me. I think Canisius is going to put up a, a big fight. Um, I mm-hmm. I don't I think we take all six points. I I'm going to say five. We took four from him last time, and probably should have. If it weren't for Jacob Barchevsky, probably would have taken six. I think so too. On Friday, and I think he's the big factor. I think we're going to see a two. V- Two of the league's best in net this weekend mm-hmm. between Tommy and Jay and Barczewski. But um, for my own personal reasons, I'm going to say sweep. Um, <laughs> my hockey brain is telling me uh, four or five. So 
I also think sweep too, but I think sweep for another reason. I think Jacob Barshevsky is absolutely furious that he was pulled after giving up eight goals against us last time. We all know he very much does not care for RIT or the corner crew. And I really think that's going to be in his head. I think I love that. <laughs> I think he's going to be sitting there going, I cannot give up more than four because if I do, I'm going to get chirped to no end. After, after this weekend, I would love to just go shake his hand and be like, dude, we love you. Let's be honest. <laughs> I love no, we playing. Don't. Well, no, I we love, love playing Jacob. I love playing Jacob because we are in his head so fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like he, he oh, comes yeah. up for warm-ups and he just goes, God damn it. Like you, and, and no, he literally says that too. Like you can yeah, he's like, oh, these head. guys again. Here they are again. Like Hi, so Jacob. I, oh, I, whiteboard. Yeah. I honestly, hi, Jacob. I honestly do think that that's going to be a factor. I I don't think he wants to l- give up another big outing again. I think he's going to want to shut us out in both games. I think that's going to be in the back of his mind. It's just like we cannot lose these guys. I like I'm not going to let this torment continue. Um, but that's just me though. And then our shooters capitalize and put in ten again. No, exactly. We're if not, we score ten we, again, we, I'm going to lose my mind. We are not scoring ten goals again. No, uh, I was. I'd be surprised if we put up ten combined the two nights. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a very rare off night for Jacob. So we will have to see though. Anyways, looking at the standings now, I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go one to ten, just down straight down again. Because why not? Go ten to one. It's better. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. So sitting at tenth place and dead last in the conference is Air Force, who is pretty much flying blind with thirteen points. Bentley, <laughs> flying. <laughs> Bentley now sits ninth with seventeen points. Canisius eight with twenty points. Army is now seven with twenty three. Holy Cross sits six with twenty four. Niagara is fifth with twenty five. Mercyhurst is now fourth with twenty eight. AIC third with thirty one. Sacred Heart now sits second with 36 points, and RIT lonely at the top, just one seat with 44. So we have a nice eight, uh, was it eight point lead over. Uh... Yes, we have an eight point lead over Sacred Heart in the standings right now. The middle of this bracket um, of this is nuts is within like a point. So like, so Canisius just... could go from like if the playoffs started yeah. today. RIT plays Canisius at GPC. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Sacred Heart plays Army, which is an interesting series, but I think Sacred AIC Holy Cross is the one I'd be watching other than ours yeah. and Mercyhurst. And so um, it will not look like that come a month from now mm-hmm. when the regular season has ended and we are actually in the playoffs, but now, here's another interesting thing. I will right be now. shocked if any of those matchups are actually the ones that happen. Um, yeah. Um, it'll be, it's going to be a fun month of hockey in Atlantic. And like, I think this is where people don't give Atlantic hockey enough credit. Three to eight are separated by 11 points. That's in, in the, in the three point system. That's, that's not a lot. No, that's two weeks. So, yeah. So I think Atlantic hockey doesn't get a lot of credit for how competitive it actually is within the conference. I don't think yeah. there's a conference that is that competitive within the conference. Now I'm also across say, the country. So I think the two series that I'm looking at right now, besides ours that I'm really interested in, obviously Sacred Heart AIC, but the Mercyhurst series, because should by some wild thing, Mercyhurst get a sweep and AIC and Sacred Heart split. 
Mercyhurst is then tied with AIC for third. Yeah, it'll be. So that's even well, it'll like, be interesting. We could like I think Mercyhurst just positioned themselves in a spot where like they realistically could jump AIC and get. They're sitting in a good three. spot. I'm telling you, I. And like then I after said, that, I mean, you got Niagara Holy Cross and Army. Is... Niagara Holy Cross Army are all like 25, 24, 23. Niagara could very realistically end up in seventh after this weekend if something weird happens. An army they were could just jump in them. seventh, too. I know. An army could jump up to five. So. so who knows what could happen? That'd be insane. Um, yeah, should be a fun weekend at Atlanta Hockey. Quick Definitely pairwise sure. up. Quick yes. pairwise update too. Uh, don't look at CHN. They're wrong. RATs in fifteenth. Somehow, still we didn't move. Um, that puts us in the NCAA tournament. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm still of the idea that you should just win your conference and get in that way. That's more fun. Um, much more fun because because at fifteen, I think I said it with Penn State too. If you lose in your conference tournament, that you're gonna get knocked out. So. Get a win, win the ter- win the tournament. That's how you get in. But and somehow, also, uh, we yeah. moved up to 18th in the USCHO poll. <laughs> I don't Dan know how that I happened. saw uh, Providence got swept by Maine, and Lowell jumped. So okay, so basically happened. everybody around us either sucked or did well enough to move up. <laughs> so that's how we moved up. Doctor did I mean, well enough to move up. <laughs> and then you've got the other poll that. None of us hold in very high regard, but who we, cares? We dropped out. Who, who cares about the USA Today poll? Like, does anyone actually look yeah. at that, or is it just no. kind of there? It's just, a, it's just there. So it's weird. Whatever. Anyways, we have a lot of hockey coming up this week, and we got four games that are going to help determine a lot of stuff going forward. Um, big weekend, big, big weekend for RAT hockey, and we will be big. around for all of it. So definitely be sure to. Hit the subscribe button and hit the bell notification so you are notified when the next episode goes live after this crazy weekend of hockey. Uh, leave a comment on what you think is going to happen this weekend, what you'd like to see happen or across the conference. We'd love to see that also besides Aaron's stupid comments that he leaves all the time, <laughs> which we do love seeing and reading, but, you know. Yay, engagement. <laughs> I know, right? Engagement's great. Um, social media links will also be in the description. Instagram is the big one right now. We've been posting a lot on that. Twitter is also there. Facebook is the thing as well. Also Barely. in the description. Yeah. Also in the description will be our discord invite link. You can join that through there. It's been a lot of work in discord lately. Um, mostly with working out travel plans for Canisius and very coming up very soon. The Niagara one will go up also because that is very quickly coming up as well. So keep an eye out for both of those series. Oh. For those of you listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, because Dan Scully complained enough to want it. Um, so, no, stop. Hang on. I'm clearing this up. Give me the we, bit. We were, funny. we were always going to do it. I'm not letting you have that bit anymore. It's a, it's I think obnoxious. Dan should be the one that allows to have the bit or not. I told Anyways. you before that I wasn't complaining because I don't even listen back to the podcast most of the time. What? Wow. You don't? don't have enough time for that, Nate. I do. I, I listen to it. Like, That's because we're both up. not in class anymore. Um. Anyways, both of those are also there. If you were coming to YouTube from one of those two or vice versa, just follow us on all of it. It would help across the board. It'd be kind of great. That being said, have a great rest of your night, everybody. Go Tigers. Wear Black Saturday. Yes, Blackout Saturday. Be ready for Blackout that. Blackout Saturday. Let's go. Roll tech.
Canisius Ho- sucks. Hopefully, Big weekend. Hopefully just a <laughs> blackout in terms of fans and not like <laughs> the power Legos going out. Canisius sucks. <laughs> that was the perfect way to end that. R-I-D! R-I-D!